kind of are. Well, here we are. Uh, 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 that's uh, 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 it's uh, over here. We're in the same room. Yeah. So, uh, happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. Because we turned 45 this week. Seth and Sean Sports Radio. So, yeah, Sean flew up from Arizona. Um, well, he lives in Atlanta, circa Arizona. And we haven't hung out for a year, so it seems like as good a time as any. Seth came and Sean Palmer on the Seth and Sean Sports Radio Show. Absolutely. Happy birthday to you. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and here we are. So, NFL draft preview. Um, well, it's the review. It's not really a preview. It's the review. Yeah. It's a review. Were you happy with your Giants? Yeah. Um, I liked the first trade, the trade for Tony Cordero. As you call him, Tony Cordarius. I will forever call you, him You Tony will forever Cordarius. call him Tony Cordarius. Until, until he becomes Danny Warfel. As or Rache Caldwell. Or oh, Danny Warfel is a quarterback. Dude. True. Okay. Um, well, actually, I was thinking more into like similar to Victor Cruz, where he scores, he scores a 90-yard touchdown on the Jets, and you're cursing him the whole running, the whole run down. Tony Cordarius. Tony Cordarius. Um, I like the trade. I didn't love the draft pick that they that they made. I would have gone for well, anybody I mean, else. I would have gone Elijah Moore. I'd have gone Quiddy Pay. Um, I may have gone Aziz Ulujari, who ended up being their second pick, which it's I love. That winner chicken dinner. Yeah, right? that I loved. Um, I thought look, Gettleman caught a lot. Has caught a lot of grief, and he's deserved a lot. He did really well with this draft. I agree, a hundred percent. I think he he won the draft. If you're looking at value. Yes. He got the value for next year, which is a much better draft. Much deeper draft. Much deeper. Plus, it'll be easier to be scouted because people are going to actually be at the games. And more importantly, he got the Bears pick. This isn't like being the Packers. Well, the Packers without Aaron Rodgers may not be quite as useful. That's true. But he, okay, let's put it this way it's not the Bucks pick. That's true. Okay, it's, it, on a normal year, it's not New England's pick. It's not. It's not a high. Pick. I mean, he has the potential to be a high to pick, be a top ten pick. Yeah, and that would be a, another top ten player for the Giants. And if they don't succeed in the Daniel Jones sweepstakes this year, if he is not the lottery winner, they ha- now have the ammunition to go up and get somebody well, else. Also, the reality is, if Daniel Jones doesn't succeed in the, this year they're not going to need to move up because they're going to be that high to begin with. And David Gettleman won't be there anyway. Most likely. No. But um, Joe Judge will be. Joe And that's always an interesting concept, yep. is having a coach there with the general manager that didn't hire him. Yep. So that's generally a one-year issue. That's Right, not- but this year, in this strange, the coach has more has more Paul. power yeah. Paul, than um, the – and the GM does. But before we get to the draft, is there a player that has more power than the management? In certain cases, that has been known to happen. Um, Not in this case. Uh, well, is it though? I don't think he's. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is getting traded. So here's the thing. So Aaron Rodgers plays for a team that has no owner. Yes. Right. So it has Mark Murphy is the CEO slash president. Yep. And he reports to four guys who reports to ten guys. So, but, and also, for those of you who don't know, by not having an owner, they're publicly traded. Correct. So there is no Bob Kraft. There is no um, – It's shareholders. Yeah, there's no Khan and Shah Khan down in Jacksonville. It's shareholders. So what happens is you can buy shares and you can't sell them. You can only buy them, yep. which is ridiculous. So it's not an investment opportunity. No, it's the idea that you can put it on your basement wall next to your bar that you, that own, you, own, the, share you, you own 10 shares of the Green Bay. No, that's not a bad gift. That would not be a bad gift. Yeah, I mean, okay. Well, we'll, well, we'll we don't really know what your gift is. It hasn't come yet. 
for the first time in 15 years. Ironically, my, my gifts are for him are right up there. I, said, I will get them shortly. I said, it's the first time in 15 years your gift is here before mine. Fair? Okay. But here we are. So so they don't have an owner. They don't have a guy that says, basically, shut the hell up yep. and deal with this. Or Brian, I can never pronounce it. Good, uh, Gutenkarst, you're out of here. Mark Murphy, you're out of here. Matt LaFleur, you're out of here. And basically, everybody's out of here. And Aaron Rodgers, you win. Or Aaron Rodgers, you're out of here and everybody else wins. Yeah. They don't have that sequence. So the problem that is the issue, the problem that is the issue. The problem that is the issue. The, the issue. The ceiling is the roof. Yeah. The issue <laughs> in Green Bay is just that. There is nobody to do that. So here we have a quarterback that wants more power from a team that won't give him more power, but has contractual rights and feels, I don't know, what's the word? Slighted? Screwed. I guess. Screwed? Yeah. I don't know how Aaron Rodgers is screwed. No. I don't know. I think Green Bay feels. Yeah, they're getting screwed on this. I would agree that they probably are. Yeah, I mean there is nowhere. I mean Seth and I were talking about this earlier today. Where do you trade? Denver just got Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, pat on the back to me for that one. But the yeah, two thumbs. That just would be four. But the fact is, they got they got a quarterback that's not Aaron Rodgers. Would they if they could get Aaron Rodgers? Would they bounce Bridgewater and lock? In a hard sure, but are they going to give up? Now again, you're like you quote you brought up to me the Giants, which isn't going to happen because on ESPN, Bill Barnwell had the set, had the trades, and the one where he thought made the most sense, and honestly, it did was uh, was with Denver for Locke, Sertain, and I think three first round picks. Yes. Um, but again, he Aaron Rodgers is 37 years old, and we don't really know where his interests are at this point. Does he really want to be the host of Jeopardy if he gets offered the host of Jeopardy position? Like, what does he really want to do? The reality is Green Bay is not overwhelmingly incentivized to trade him. If he holds out or retires, he's going to have to pay back some of his signing bonus. A lot of his signing bonus. By a lot. And we're talking $20, 30000000 million. So why are they incentivized to do this? Now, Green Bay – now, look, this all, most of this, as far as we know, was initiated by the, bringing it by selecting Jordan Love with the first round pick last year. Correct. And even this year, you now they did take a they traded up to pick a wide receiver in the third round. The Mari, congratulations! So you got a third round wide receiver, exactly. which is the guy they thought was going to go in the second round. But so it's Aaron Rodgers to Amari Rodgers, which would be great. Exactly. A Rod, a Rod to A Rod. Perfect. Fantasy football is awesome. But you know, in the first round, you take a cornerback. You probably could have taken in the second round than Eric Stokes. Um, there were better cornerbacks out there. I mean, the Jets, you'd think figured the Jets would have figured that out. They didn't. But he didn't have a bad draft. I, love, I liked my draft. I just didn't like not taking a corner until round four. Well, look, luckily for you, Blessed Austin, Champ Bailey, they're about the same. Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall. Look, Daryl Weaver's saying walking through this door. Um, and I can actually point to this door. He's got an island. He does. He's That's why he's not walking. Through Richard the door. Sherman's going to walk through the door, though, and that may happen. But, but Richard Sherman would be wonderful to have to kind of as a mentor. Richard Sherman's not a number one corner. No, and the Jets don't have. But but we digress. We're going back to we Aaron Rodgers. Where is there a spot even for Aaron Rodgers? So we were talking before Denver, maybe the Raiders, maybe. Where else does he go? Like I, Washington would love to have him, but. If I'm Washington, what am I giving up for? Exactly. You're not giving up a Chase Young 
and three first round picks. That's not happening. Right. You know, you're not giving. What would Green Bay want? Green Bay is going to want a young quarterback. No. Or through a three. Oh, they have Jordan Love. They if they have Jordan Love, they don't right. need a quarterback. So they're going to want two. They're going to want a stud player and two or three first rounders. Yep. Why are you trading? You know, when you look at Washington, why are you going there? Yeah. I mean, Terry McCarron. Terry McCarron's a stud. Yeah. But then again, if you're bringing Aaron Rodgers, what the hell's the point of trading Terry McCarron? Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so, if you're just giving up draft capital, Washington's on your board. I mean, the team that actually would make would be relatively logical. But you can't do it. Is Minnesota? Yes. Because in a dome, so we've had the, the weather won't be. It'll year. never. In a million years, it'll never happen. Yeah. Um, although someone we knew brought up Chicago, I wanted to throw them out. Who, who brought that? It was yesterday in the car. Ziskin. Oh, Ziskin. Oh, yeah. Zach. Hey, Zach. Hi, Zach. Yeah, that's not we happening. We miss you much. That's not happening. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of any other words. The fact that, first of all, as Seth pointed out, two, two issues to that. First of all, they ain't trading him to Chicago for the same reason that they ain't trading him to Minnesota. They may trade him to Detroit, but. For what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, for all those picks that they just got for Stafford. For Penny Sewell. And the three yeah, first, first round picks. So you'll have three hundred million dollars on your under your quarterback, and not one player of any relevance outside of your quarterback. Correct. Right. Look, the Raiders are the best are the best thing for me. I think the Raiders, if they can, uh, and again, then you have to move Derek Carr, but Derek Carr is not guaranteed. He's got one year deal left anyway. But what do you again? Are you giving up Henry Ruggs? No. Are you giving up their first round pick this year? No. I would. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You give up Leatherwood? I'd give up Leatherwood <laughs> in a second. I'd give Leatherwood? up Leatherwood. But if Leather look, Leatherwood probably shouldn't have been a first round pick. No. I would actually rather have the safety more from TCU than who they got in the second round. Got, that's why I said the second yeah. round pick. Um Ruggs didn't do much last year. So while they need a number two, Ruggs hasn't proven that he's that person. Oh, well, yeah, but they don't have it. I mean, they just lost Aguilar, too. So who are they really – who are they throwing the – who's Aaron Rodgers going to throw the ball to? Darren, Darren Waller. And Darren Waller. And we're very thankful that they are throwing it so and much. potentially the Darren Waller. <laughs> For a touchdown. Exactly. Because they're just going to move all the way down the field. Waller to Waller to Waller to Waller to Waller. Touchdown. To Waller, to Waller, to Waller. To Waller. Okay, so let's go through the, the draft. And once again, I win. Mm. By three, <laughs> which makes it even better to have one by three. <laughs> but to be fair, out of 160 total points, I got 65. <laughs> we had one year where we both broke like 90. And know? we were very happy with yeah, ourselves. This, yeah, we this were not. Was not a, this was not a hit. This was not a the yeah. first, the first half, we did pretty well. Yeah. Second half, not so much. Right. Well, the Trey Lance. I mean, look, the draft starts at three with Trey Lance, and we both got Lance. Right. Because it didn't make sense to either of us that someone was going to trade two first round picks to get Mac Jones. And where does that? Where does Jimmy Garoppolo go? Is he staying for? I think, I he's, think staying he's staying for the, for the year, year, right? Yeah, he's staying for the year. Yeah, stays for the year. He said today, Brady did it for me. I'm going to do it for Lance. Okay, look, he's getting paid twenty five million dollars yeah, to do no, it. I, 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 I don't feel any sympathy for it. Kyle Pitts goes number four. Yeah, I don't. Know. We talked about that. I have no idea why anyone was going to think that Atlanta, with seventy-two million dollars with Matt Ryan over the next two years, there's this big miss. But I don't agree with the pick. That's the issue. I don't believe. Well, you would have traded down. Yes, I don't agree with keeping the four because 
their defense is awful. Well, the question is, and this is what, you know, was the, what offer is good enough? You know, who's going to make the offer to move up to four to get pets? Right. Is it Miami? Is it because Miami would have him and just Kasiki would be ridiculous. Um, is it Denver? Is it Carolina? Who's going to move up to four? So, and or is it Chicago? And they go how up the hell is Chicago going to get 20 to four? Well, they got 20 to a what, 10? So they're they're going to pull a Kevin Durant trade and trade their picks until like 2029? 20, that's a Ricky Williams. I mean, a James, a James Harden trade. So not, not Kevin Durant. That's just silly. Um, but so Pitts goes at four. Uh, I actually like the Bengals pick of Chase at five. I really disagree with the second round pick. Because they had to go offensive line and wide out or wide out offensive mm-hmm. line. You want to keep you want to keep Burrow happy, Chase. You know, Jamar Chase, Chase is this guy. Is this guy? Fine. I have no problem with them taking him over Sewell. I think I'd have done the same thing. Okay. What confuses me is with their second round pick, they took an offensive lineman, and everyone had Raiders as a third or fourth third or fourth round offensive lineman. There were people like Cree Humphrey and one of the other sixty four people from Alabama that I'm forgetting. Even Tevin Jenkins was there at forty two. Yes. So I mean, I, I think you could have used better. You could have used better space there at five. I think I, I like the Chase pick. You better be sure Jackson Carmen's the guy. J.C. Horn jumping up to nine. No, he went to eight. Eight, excuse me, to Carolina. It was a little bit of a surprise. I had him a little bit lower. Uh, a couple of picks, but uh, I didn't have Carolina going corner at all. I think I did. I think uh, I had them going through. You had them going through Kane. Right. You had Horn going 13 to the Chargers. Um, Chargers uh, killed this draft. Chargers straight out killed this draft. Why? They were sensational. Oh, I was like, they took Slater. They needed Slater. They, they got Slater. That works for them. No, Chargers had like three or four needs. And they, and got they fulfilled every need, every need. And I, when I was on the, the Gary Aid show, the Scary Odd show this morning, on uh, I, I don't know what uh, we were talking about it. They need offensive linemen. They need a left tackle. They get Slater. They need a corner. They get Asante Sam. They need a tight end because Humphrey goes because yeah, uh, Hunter Henry goes to New England. They take a guy from Georgia. They need a burner because Keenan Allen is your number one. You need a number two speedster. Mike, they take Mike Williams, who went to the Raiders, yeah. I believe. Yeah, then they take Josh Palmer from Tennessee. Oh, they, I, I forgot about that. They yeah. killed this draft. Yep. Um, so we're kind of going back. So we have eight. At seven, Detroit takes Sewell, which seems to fit with the uh, Dan Campbell, which just beat up everybody. Yeah. Maneuver completely makes sense. And eight is Horn. Eight is J.C. Horn. I think we skipped one, though. Yeah. Oh, we skipped Miami. Miami took Joe and Waddle. All oh, right. Um, well, we knew they were going one of those guys. Yeah, we knew they'd go some version of wideout off. I actually thought they were going to go Sewell, but going offensive, you know, they they need offense, so it yeah. makes sense. Nine is Denver. Denver. What did Denver take? I forget. Denver took Sertain. Oh, Denver took Sertain. That's right. And then ten Good. was the Philly and yeah. Dallas trade. What is Philly? Philly's not liking the Giants right now very much. They throw the last game of the season so the Giants don't win the division. And don't tell me putting in Nate Sudfield with you know with the fourth quarter is not throwing a game. No, but I did laugh. That's fine. Okay. I wasn't insulted. The Giants weren't good enough to win the division anyway, so I didn't feel bad. And then they trade with the Cowboys. And they don't get very much. No. Like I don't I don't care. Look, when you when you comes right down to it, you're building for the future. You're not building for today. So, the, right. so today's 
if you're making a team better today and you can make your team better for the future, you go do it. But you don't do it for a third-round pick. Like, that's what bothered me. They went from 10 to 12 to 10, and all they asked of their biggest rival, or one of their two, is a third-round pick. Yeah. I don't get it. I was surprised. But then again, I've really never been overwhelmingly impressed with the wisdom of the draft wisdom of Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. So Jerry Jones drops down two. And that's Micah Parsons, who, if he's not going to the Raiders, kind of fits the Dallas. Uh, you know, that means Leigh Van Der Rush is, Van Der Rush is on his way well, out. He, he, they didn't pick up his option. Sean Lee retired last, last week. So they do need a need at the, at, the, at the linebacker position. They have Jalen Smith. He fits right very well with that team. But, man, now you have three first, round, well, first and second round picks in your linebacking core. That's nice, but your offensive line sucks. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just, yeah. It's I, not the offensive line from three years ago. No. Like Travis Frederick's retired. Zach Martin's been injured. Um, Larry Allen ain't walking through that door. I love how we make the walking through that door line at least three times on every That's time. right, because we all love Rick Pitino. We do. Um, well, not everyone likes Rick Pitino. But so Philly goes up and they take Devontae Smith, right? Which is your guy. You, yeah, what's well, the Giants? You hope the Giants wanted, but him. that is that is the impetus for the Giants making the the play of the draft. A really smart trade, trading down. Look, you have Justin Fields sitting out there, and what I said on our show and what I said is that if Fields is out there, you're going to see Chicago or New England make a run, make a run, make a move for the quarterback because it makes sense. Fields isn't going to make it to twenty. No. I mean, even though they're really other than New England, there's no one who needed a quarterback. You don't think Minnesota with one year left on the Cousins deal? Or maybe, or is it two years? I forget which. Two years left. Two years left. Cousins, yeah. I don't know. You, someone's going to trade up. You don't see two, Pittsburgh potentially trading up at that point if they're going to let Fields drop. So Chicago, it's it's a logical deal for both sides. They Chicago, just gave up a lot. They gave up a first round next year. But if, if this first, is your a fourth. Yeah, a first, a fourth, and a fifth. But if you are getting your quarterback for the next 10 years, yeah, oh no, you got to take the shot. Look, if you're getting your quarterback for the next 10 years, it's worth two first round picks, it's worth exactly. three first round picks. Yeah, because of the amount of times that quarterbacks flame out in this draft, or you don't get them in the first round, you get them in the fourth round, like Kirk Cousins, or you get them in the fifth round, like Tom Brady. That was a, he was the sixth round, sorry, sixth round. And it, that's not to say that you're going to get those types of quarterbacks all the time down in the weeds. But they do happen. And so why would you not spend two first-round picks on it? If Justin Fields pans out, and look, Mel Kuyper thinks he's better than Zach Wilson. As do I. Uh, well, and I hope you're wrong. I know you do. Uh, both of you are wrong. Well, but, I, I hope I'm wrong, too, at least for next year, so the Giants' first-round pick can be. Well, I don't, think he's, I don't think he's going to play next year. So. He'll play. He just may not start from game. He's not going to start from game one. So now we got the Chargers, and we just went No, through. right. So the Giants, so Chicago takes Fields, and Giant, San Diego, who – Desperately, desperately, desperately needs offensive line. And they have one that falls right in there. Sean Slater. And what happens, the Giants, the reason the Giants didn't go because they do need offensive line is because they took so many last year. They wanted to give another year of development to see what they got. Right. Which makes all the sense in the world. Because especially now with two first-round picks, if you're off, if Andrew Thomas and Matt Pearl don't develop, this is the year. And then you have the Jets. And the Jets trade up to 14 and get Tucker. The offensive lineman that the that the really do need. Yeah. Now whether he would have most supposedly he wasn't going to fall down to twenty three. You gave up two three two threes, which 
is a heavy price. To it's pay, a heavy price. But you're all. But if you look at what it costs, so one one three costs from twelve to ten. So you're looking at two threes goes from twenty three to fourteen. That's about right. I mean, yeah. But again, we thought the twelve to ten was a little bit light. Also, agree, agree. So I'm happy. Look, am I happy with the way that the Jets draft went? I would have liked a corner at some point before, like round four. But you know what? According to what was it? Pro Football something or another? There were sixteen. Wait, 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 wait to uh, to cite. Way to cite your references, yeah. buddy. Look, there was according to Mel Kiper, there were sixteen players that had a rating of ninety. Jets got three. Elijah Moore was the number three. Yeah. Okay. That's not a bad deal. No. If you're gonna if you're gonna draft, draft the best. And that's not to say that they filled every need. They were not the Chargers, but they're not as far as the Chargers are in their development. The nope. Chargers are Chargers are probably two years ahead. Chargers are a year away from being a serious serious threat. Yeah. All right. So fifth. So from there you go to fifteen, and fifteen New England does what New England does. They sit there and people come. Mac Jones. <laughs> Yes, and I thought that they were going to need to trade up to ten. Yeah, that, that was the one pick that I nailed. You did because I didn't think anyone. I didn't make sense to me anyone other than San Francisco was going to take Mac Jones. So Mac Jones goes at 15, 16, The Cardinals. Who did the Cardinals Evan take? Collins. Uh, is that, is that, Evan Collins. Evan Collins, the, the linebacker from Tulsa. And they're putting him with Isaiah Simmons, which is going to be a one really, athletic. Yeah, uh, linebacking crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go back to back linebackers. Uh, the Raiders take Leatherwood. We already talked about him. And in fact, on my spreadsheet, I have him in a lowercase L because I didn't deem him worthy enough for the uppercase for the first round. Hmm. And then Phillips goes to the Dolphins. Well, this is the one that I skipped. And if I had actually put him in, I wouldn't leave. I would I potentially win our, our draft. But potentially. I said potentially. Right. The world's smallest violin is playing for yeah. me. I and understand. then I had J, 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 Davis. Javin Davis, right? Yeah. Where did I, I – I thought I had picked, put him on my board, but I guess I didn't. I had talked about him at that spot. And then we have Kadarius Tony. What's his real name? Tony Kadarius. There you go. <laughs> For those of you who are not sure, watch last week's show where he called him Tony Kadarius. Um, and I, I, I really didn't think it would ever matter, but it was pretty funny. But now we're going to have Tony Kadarius uh, scoring touchdown after touchdown for the New York Giants off of swing passes. It's a weird pick because I look at our best case – He's not, he's not a number one. Nope. So is he Curtis Samuel? Because he kind of has that gadget-esque feel to it. But that's Elijah Moore, too. Yeah. Elijah Moore is more of a straight burner. Um, is he – now, look, if he's a Percy Harvin without the headaches. That's and, we don't, and we don't mean headaches as far as off the field. Right. Percy Harvin had to retire, retire because, because of migraines. He actually had headaches. Right. But Percy Harvin – the couple of years where he was healthy was a stud. Was a stud. It would be a legitimate number one, and if Absolutely. and if he becomes that, you and win. we stay healthy. This team, this offense is scarily good. Look, if you can get a player of Percy Harvin's caliber in the twenties in any draft, you win. Right. So we'll see what happens with that. And story. then this is where I win the draft. Yep. I have pay at twenty one. Greedy, greedy pay. Greedy By the way, he, they do a ten minute thing on his family from ESPN. Yeah. Watch it. Yeah, you came from Nigeria. No, not the Nigerian nightmare. That's Christina, Christian Okoye. No, I'm saying he's oh. from Nigeria. I thought you were saying the Nigerian nightmare. No. And then I had Fairley going to Tennessee. So I picked two back-to-back fives in our draft. There you go. And that wins me the pool. Now, I had, going to the Colts, I had Luis Olajari. Who went to the Giants in round two. Double thumbs up. 
except there's only one thumb on there. We can get we there can get, get four thumbs up. We'll get you four. So because the Giants desperately need pass rush. And there have been two very strange things that happened in this draft. One was always already dropping. One was JOK dropping to the Browns in the forties. Yes. Him because of a heart condition, which has never been an issue playing wise. And Wajari because of a knee condition, which happened in high school. Now do understand the teams look at medicals and see scar tissue and it freaks them out. It doesn't matter when they have, they're, they're playing the long game here. Yep. So it doesn't matter if they had that injury in high school and college or whatnot. It's just there. So it's a precondition to another injury. That's yep. all it is. Yep. And then you have Darashaw going to uh, Minnesota. who, Which was a really nice pick because that's pretty much where Minnesota – who we had Minnesota taking at 14 or 15. Yeah, and they wanted him, they wanted him at 14 or 15. Right, I have him going – I'm actually – I'm looking at our list. I have him going to Minnesota in my yeah. original pick at 14. Yeah, and, so. then you, and then the running backs, the double running back, which you and I both never saw. Well, we talked about it, but we never really considered it. Is well, we, Steelers, Steelers. That meant, like, we considered it because we said they need a running back. But then we they went offensive line for both of them. Which made sense because they need offensive line. Nobody had Travis Etienne going to Jacksonville because James Robinson was the best rookie, rookie in, in the best rookie running back. Well, no, Herbert was the best court rookie. Oh, uh, that's fair. But he was, he was by far the best rookie running back. So that's a little confusing unless you're going to play. Etienne is such a good receiver unless you're going to play him as kind of the swing wide out. I don't know. I don't know. But Najee Harris will be a uh, top fantasy pick this year in your uh, in your fans in your fantasy which, which format. Which of my leagues? In my, whichever league I'm decide to put to pick him up in. Right. Which because we will. Are, are you are you officially joining me on the if, on the uh, on the neighborhood league? I believe I'm joining you on the neighborhood league, but I have a feeling that we look. We're getting rid of James Conner. We got rid of Ben Roethlisberger. We got rid of Le'Veon Bell. And we got rid of Antonio Brown. What are we, we need do? to pick a stealer. It doesn't, like, we don't have one anymore. Yeah, this doesn't make much sense. No, we used to have the whole stealer offense. Now we Which is why we went to five title games in six years. Yes, now we need to we need to replenish with the Steelers. Okay, um, so Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, and then Greg Newsom goes to the uh, – yeah, Greg Newsom goes to the Browns, which was a, strug, a strange pick for me having – Seeing that they spent so much on their back, their back seven to begin with, they needed a linebacker there, and they eventually got one. They got one anyway. So, yeah. but you also have to remember you have the linebackers that went uh, Davis and uh, Davis. Is it Davis and Davis? Sounds Davis like Davis and firm. Collins. Davis and Collins. Thank you. Which also sounds like a offer. It does. Um, we sound like slapstick today. Yeah. No, I guess and that's what happens. Exactly. So that's so we're there. No, fair enough. Okay, so uh, Baltimore goes wide out, which you knew they would. Yep. Um, they went Bateman, who is Richard Bateman from Minnesota, bigger guy. I thought they were going to go Elijah Moore because I thought, but actually, no, I actually like the Bateman pick because they have Hollywood Brown as the speedster. Right. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot about and that. I had more there, but didn't hit on that one. Then the Saints take uh, Turner. Is a defensive end. Yeah. I don't, I'll be honest. He'll I don't play know. right next, uh, I believe, at TCU. Then I'll play right next. He's at a Houston. Oh, okay. I'll play Saints right next to Marcus Davenport, who hopefully has a better career than Marcus Davenport's had so far. Although Davenport did get his uh, option picked up today. Yeah, which well, considering they traded two first round picks to get him, um, and then you have the last two. You have the Raven. Excuse me, the last three, the last right. four. Greg Rousseau. Well, first Parker. we start with Green Bay. Right. Well, we talked about Stokes, Eric Stokes, and you think that that's an overdraft? I do. Then you have Buffalo going Rousseau. 
Rousseau. Rousseau? Like Ray Poupon? Claude Rousseau. That was Claude Lemieux. Or Inspector Clouseau. Inspector Yeah, that's Clouseau, not Rousseau. Rousseau. Yeah. So Rousseau from Miami. So if you have two defensive endmen coming from Miami, why were they so mediocre last year? Jeez. Well, both of them didn't play last year. That's true. <laughs> that's why they were mediocre. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Damn. Damn it. All right. Wow, that was quick. Then you have uh, Buffalo taking the only defensive lineman ever to be drafted in the first round who never had, who did not have a sack. In but I hit on that one. Good job. That's a big five for me. And then Tampa, I had I had them going defensive end, or de I had them going Rousseau. And I had Mills, who I don't. Oh, the Davis Mills, who went to Houston in the third round because he may end up being their starting quarterback because we don't know what happens with Deshaun Watson. Right. So let's let's talk about some of those quarterbacks that we we were talking last week about the quarterbacks that would drop out. of so Kelly Mond goes to Minnesota. Kellen Mond, not Kelly Mond. That's him. Goes to Minnesota. That's a good situation for him. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's two years down the road. But right? Mond wasn't going to be starting tomorrow anyway. Right. So you have you have that. You have Kyle Trask going to fall, go, who apparently was Tampa's choice all along as kind of out to the big five, um, is the second round pick from for Tampa. Yeah. Where exactly. he, he, the last pick of the second round. Exactly. So he'll end up being – the heir apparent. The heir apparent, but that could be three, four years down the road. No, Brady could be until his 50s. That's true. It's it, true. Trask may become the Jim Sorgi of uh, this era. You know, the thing is, when, when you are, when you're earning $25 million, you're a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and you're not the breadwinner in the family, you can play as long as you damn well, please. Yeah, that must be nice. Yeah. Um, but I'm not the tallest person in the family either. And probably not the best looking person. In the Definitely family. not. Although he they're both probably on the people's top fifty list every year. Not that I really not that I would know. <laughs> um so who do you think so overall you're happy with your Jets draft? Yeah. I look, the Jets got we talked about this last year. The Jets had the worst skill players in the NFL. Yes. Right? Since the end of the year, they have accumulated numerous skill players, mm -hmm. including Corey Davis and all. But this draft brought two skill players in the first two rounds. Yes, which are legitimate skill players. They're yeah. not. They're not backups. They nope. could be They should be starters at some point. Uh, and they buttressed their the left side of. They the what buttressed? Are you studying for the SATs? No, but that's a word. They, they improved? Yes. They improved they the left buttressed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They improved the left side of their line with Becton and now uh, and now Tucker. I think they have improved. That's all I can ask for right now is improvement. Yep. Because they're not look, they'll not, probably be they'll probably be six and ten next year. That's five that's and eleven. Six and ten was the number I was going for. So if they're six and ten and they've made a market improvement and Zach Wilson is the guy. We've talked about this even today on the show. If he's the guy at number two, okay, great. Yep. Because Jamarcus Russell was not the guy and he was number one. And Rick Meyer wasn't the guy and he was number two. And Achilles Smith wasn't the guy and he was number three. Do we want to continue <laughs> this game? Yeah. Tim Couch? He was number one. Yeah. But Tim Couch was Tim Couch had, yeah, Tim Couch was Donovan McNabb was the guy. Oh out of that, that draft team. Yeah. I don't know who number four was though. Do we have a number four quarterback that was not the guy? I'm sure we do. I just don't. I'm sure there are not the guys in every position. I'm, maybe we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, but the but the fact is, if this brings the Jets their number two receiver long term, their number one left guard, 
and their number their number one quarterback for the next 10 years, they win. They win. Yeah. And with the Giants, it's not even that high. If no, you, your bar is much lower. Our bar is lower. If Robinson, who they traded up a couple spots to get. Now, I don't know if they traded up to get him or they wanted to get a, like a Brady Christensen from BYU, an offensive lineman. Um, they traded up a couple spots to get him. But if he's going to be your number two to number three corner, good. Olajari's they traded back to get. He's your, if he's your number one pass rusher, great. And if Tony is a is a legitimate threat, great for the next three to five years. To so be fair, if the Jets sell six Michael Carter jerseys, they also win. That is true. Since we now have two of them. So we might as well sell three of these. One on the offensive side of the ball and one on the defensive side of the ball. Okay. So before we move on to the next thing, yeah. I'm getting grabbing Sean his birthday presents. So I thought long and hard. Now, one of them didn't come yet. Okay. but That's good because his didn't come yet <laughs> at all. And actually – And I thought long and hard of yours too. So we're going to – Wow, he wrapped them? No, I bought them. Uh, <laughs> I got a bobblehead? Oh, it's definitely a bobblehead. Okay, well, we start with this. Because I did not know that Sean was the world's biggest Alex English fan. <laughs> For those of you who don't remember from a couple weeks ago, he decided that Alex English was a member of the – was a member of, of, of the – should have been this on the top. Awesome. So now, A, to, to annoy me because he had him above – above Clyde Drexler. Now, while Alex English is a wonderful player, even Alex English doesn't think he belongs in the top 50. And this jo this also joke goes back to the Nabate Isles Jeff back. It office, does. Where I can he can tell a story on another day. So, <laughs> That's good. Jeff Bagwell. That so excellent. what I really want, but I thought long and hard. And what I came up with. Oh, you got to be kidding. With the damn it doll. This is literally every time. I'm going to read the line. When your favorite team just makes a mistake and you want to scream and shout, here is a little damn it doll. You just grab the hair and slam, slam. Awesome. It's really unfortunate. Thank you. It, it looks really, like a blue doll. It does, which is why I thought I was doing pins. It's really unfortunate that I didn't have this before. For the, the last 35 years? For the Raider game. <laughs> <laughs> this but is excellent. I, I, I thought long and hard about one more thing to get him. Because he's always been so sincere with his, his gifts to me. And you're actually going to tell me or you have it? I have it right here. Oh. Well, there's one other thing, oh. but I'll send it to you at a later time. I have multiple gifts this year. You guys did? Well, you do not. That's okay. You have one. But most importantly, I wanted you to, get, to show my true love. John Tavares, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's Tavares. It Are is you kidding me? A John Tavares. No, I have one of these. Well, I, you can take this and go boom, boom, boom. You got me a John Tavares Islanders one? It was beautiful. It was perfect. not beautiful. It was perfect. This doesn't even fit in my luggage. That's okay. Anyway. Mike, they were brought. I, I, I didn't even pay a lot for that one. Uh, $8. Okay. <laughs> I paid, I think, more for the shipping. Probably. But <laughs> Thank you. I think I did well with these, though. You did. You did. You did. Um, because our, our, look, our gifts are, are, are and the other one is, which is the smallest of all the gifts, which hasn't come yet, which will be just very funny. Smaller than this? Similar. Okay. I was like, this is pretty damn small. I I will show you in next week, unless it comes tomorrow. Um, I will show you on next week's show when he's back in Atlanta or Arizona or he starts his travels again, wherever the hell we may be. So thank you. Well done. Thank you. I thought I did a good job with those. Mine is not a gag gift. <laughs> you bought me a Joe Flacco. I did. That was the best thing ever, by the way. So 
So anyway, so we have about 20 minutes left, and we have, I guess, a couple other things we can talk about. We can talk about our confusion on how the Phoenix Suns are actually within a half game of the enemy. Are you really confused, though? That's the thing. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I'm yes, not I'm confused. Jalen Smith should not be this effective. He's not. He's played 23 games and has four points per game. He's not that effective. But this is the Chris Paul syndrome. Chris so then Paul why, makes his teams better. So then why is not is Chris Paul not realistically in the running for MVP? His stats, his stats aren't comparable. He should be. Is he top five right now? Well, Stephen Curry is number one, right? No, Jokic is number one. Um, maybe Stephen Curry should be number one. Well, he would be if his team – if his team makes the playoffs, they're the eighth seed right now. He should be number one. They're not going to give Stephen Curry the MVP ever again. He's won it twice. You really don't think they'll give it to him ever again? I don't. I think he's hot, more highly thought of outside of the league than within the league. Um, I, think okay. what, I think what he's done is absurd. I think he's having an incredible year. That team has no talent. No. I mean, Clay Thompson is out once again. Kevin Durant's not coming. Is certainly not there. He's not walking through. That He's door. not walking through that door. Um, Draymond Green is not the Draymond Green of four years ago. No, no. I mean, look, he's averaging thirty-one point one points per game on thirty-four minutes. I mean, that, yeah. I mean that is absurd. He's also averaging five point five rebounds and five point eight assists. I mean, look, I don't know how many. I don't know how many seasons somebody has had thirty-one. 30, 30, 35 and five. No, 30, 31. No, you, 30, you said it as, as reasonable. Right, 31, 35 Yeah, 35 and five. I don't know. But, it, but I, I definitely think, not a six-foot guard. No, I, I think, look, I would have no problem with him winning it. I think he's been ridiculously good. I think Jokic has been sensational. I think Embiid has been really good, but Embiid's been Embiid injured. Has not played Embiid's been, as I said, Embiid's been injured. Okay, and nobody on Utah wins this. No, right? actually, I think I wonder where Julius Randle fits into this list. So why? So we we just talked about this. Why would Chris Paul not be on this list? Sort of Paul statistics, and again, statistically, he's never going to. Hey guys, we have the the stats on the left, and that's why we're looking. At yeah, it. I mean, well, we I normally have three screens on. Yeah, I don't think I know two, all this crap. I yeah, guess. you have two people look, two people talking. So here we got Chris Paul is averaging 16 points, nine assists, nine assists, and five boards. I mean, that's with a PER of 20.94. I believe uh, Stephen Curry was 23.8, 26, 26. So okay, but DeAndre Ayton's having a great year, which is unexpected. 14.6. And why would that be unexpected from the number one player in the draft? Well, because last year he just didn't show this. He didn't know it. Are you going to you're going to uh to Julius Randle, right? Oh, I I'd like to see NBA, NBA stats. See if they have PER. I don't know if they have overall PER. That's probably Nope, they do not. So hold on. Excuse me. Yes, I know you can bring this up all by yourself. I mean, I'll tell you what, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting fantasy. It's a fantasy, excuse me. All right, so here's the PER stats, right? Jokic is one, 31. 31. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, but here's your top 10. So you have Jokic at 31. You have Embiid, who's only played 45 games, so he's not there. Right. Giannis is not winning the MVP. Not again. Zion, 
They're not even in the playoffs at this point, so he's not going to win the MVP. Durant's played 28 games. He's not winning the MVP. Kawhi's played, Kawhi's played 47. He's not winning the MVP. Curry's at 20. I mean, I think this is Jokic's to lose. Curry's been sensational. Well, but Jokic just played eight more games. Yeah, but again. 72-game season, so eight more games is more than 10% more. Yeah, but if someone plays 60 or more, I think you're there. Okay, that's fair. I mean, that's about 80% of the game. I'm surprised by number 10. Robert Williams? I guess I can't make fun of Boston not having a front court. I don't even know what VA stands for. Value added. added, And then EWA is... You know, is is that a is estimated wins at? So how did these guys all get? To, oh, because they're playing above their the team's playing above what they should be. Gotcha. So Williams, but I mean, you're right. It's Jokic's based on this. It's Jokic's to lose. No question. Yeah, but I, I look at this. I find this a little confusing. How exactly Robert Williams the third is a center? Oh, power forward. Yeah, twenty one point five, and Curry's at seventeen point six. And for assists. Assist percentage, assist no, ratio. It's a ratio. That's probably ra- that's ratio to what though? I, I I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's just gonna. Yeah. So Draymond Green's number one. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay, right. that that does me no good. No but good. now I'm curious Hold to on, see what I want to start at the bottom. Area assist ratio. The, the percentage position? of players' possessions that end in an assist. So if the assist ratio is assist times a hundred divided by field goals plus free throws plus assists <laughs> plus turnovers. It's a lot. Is this John Hollinger? Yeah, come up with this. Yeah, you think? Oh, yeah. I forgot he's back on ESPN. Um, I want to see what Robert because he was in Memphis for several years. He's on the Athletic. He's not on ESPN. They just okay, gotcha. The they use the same thing. Yeah, I want to see what Robert Williams' statistics are because I find this utterly confusing. He's averaging eight points and seven rebounds a game. Yeah, and that's nice. He's averaging four assists for forty minutes. I mean. It's a nice. It's nice. I don't know how many minutes a game he's averaging now. Oh, go to go down the stats. There are no. No, it's right there. Yeah. Stats. Oh, stats. Sometimes you just want to see someone with normal stats. Nineteen point point one minutes per game. Well, that would explain it because I found it a little bit confusing. I'm not going to lie, everybody. How to see Robert Williams number ten, Damian Lillard number eleven, James Harden number thirteen, LeBron James number fourteen, Kyrie Irving number fifteen. One of these is not like the others. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I skipped on Clint. But Montrell Harrell is twenty-one, and Enos Kanter is twenty-five. Based on that Portland and Boston, Daniel Gafford, who I barely have heard of, is twenty-seven. I'm just saying, like, there's some mixture in here, right? So I didn't even know Daniel Gafford was still in the NBA. Well, guess what? He's still in the NBA. (laughs) There you go. He's averaging a whole 18.1. He's started no. one game. He has started one game. He's averaging 11 points a game. Because what's his name? Got was out for the year. Thomas, Thomas Bryant. Bryan. There you go. Wow, this I like this from ESPN. Gafford runs over Kuzma for destructive dunk. <laughs> Jesus. Apparently well, the uh, apparently the uh, the literary yes, look, ESPN of, needs needs highlights. That's what they do. They do. Yes, so, but I've never heard of a, a destructive dunk before. Yeah. So anyway, so you don't believe that Chris Paul has any shots? So no, it's, it's you're right. It's Jokic just to lose. It's Jokic, Embiid, Curry, Randall should be up there in the top in the bottom part of the top five to the top part of the 
you know, the middle part of the. Field. I mean, look, there's your surprise to me. Russell Westbrook is averaging 11.2 assists. Why is this a surprise? Russell Westbrook, well, Russell Westbrook has averaged 20, 10, and 10 for the last five years. Uh, yeah. You saw his stats last night? 14, 21, and yeah. 24. I know. He's insane. Like, that team, I mean, I wouldn't want to play that team in the playoffs. I'm sorry. I would not want to play Washington. I have never said that. I would always want to play Washington. But when you have a backcourt of Westbrook and Beal. Who can put up 70 on any given night. Right now they are the, the 10th seed. seed. They're in it. And they would play Boston. They're in it to win it. I'd like to see Kemba Walker try to try to, try to defend those guys. Uh, he won't be able to. I'm aware of that. Okay. That's why I brought it up. Oh, because, Mike, oh, you have any Jalen Brown will be on Jalen Brown will be on Beal, Westbrook. Or on Beal, one of the two. And, uh, and Marcus Smart will be on the other. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, for anybody that's watched the, the Celtics, I, I suggest not watching any Celtic game that has their hometown announcers. Because I have to tell you, <laughs> I don't know what game they were watching, but we, we watched the other night, two Boston, ago, right? Two, oh, Boston, yeah. Boston, Portland. Boston, Portland, where I don't remember who got it. But, uh, it was the NBA Nurkic. Network. Nurkic. Oh, God. So Nurkic is doing a moving screen, and it was a moving screen. Foul is legit. Smart reaches between his legs and not punches very, him in the balls. Not very smart. No, punches him in the balls. And for five, so the review took six and a half minutes, and that in itself is nuts because there's like part in the part in the punt. Yeah, right. Because there's like two minutes left in the game. I mean, it wasn't. It was. It was a close game, though. It was, it was, close it was five game. or six points. So. The Boston announcers for a good three to four minutes were like it was a moving screen. It was a moving screen. And I don't then know why they were reviewing. And then suddenly you screen. see you hear Brian Scalabrini go, oh. oh because they finally showed a view in which you could blatantly see he just went boom right into the somewhere court. Johnny Most and Tommy Heinsohn were laughing. We're laughing. Yeah, because they're like, This is what we it's want. It's a disgrace. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like if you have any chance or any opportunity not to watch the Boston hometown announcers, don't do it. But we were right. talking about Julius Randle. Look, the Knicks are 30. We talked about this yesterday. The Knicks are 37 and 28. So right now they play the Hawks, which is not a great matchup for them. But well, for the Hawks or for the Knicks? For the Knicks. Aren't they 3 0 against the Hawks this year? I don't know. It's just not a good matchup because who's, who's guarding Trey Young? Manuel quickly? Or Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton. Yeah, probably. So Julius Randle, though, a PER of 20.54. And we just saw that uh, Jokic. Well, he's no, he's no Robert Williams. 31. <laughs> but he's averaging 24. He's no Daniel Gifford. 24, 10, and 6. That's max mm -hmm. contract. What, I was going to say, what do you do? Because so you have so you have him one more year yep. on a player option, on a team option. Team option. You're obviously going to pick up the team option. But he is the quagmire, right? Do you extend him? I don't know. And extend him. That's because big Because you're going to have to extend him 170 to 180. Yes. And then you lose your flexibility next year by doing that. But he has bought into this team more than anyone has since Ewing. Yeah. And then you have R.J. Barrett, who there were always questions about R.J. Barrett last year, averaging 17.6 five rebounds per game and three assists. He's had a legitimately good year for his second year. Right. Now, Derek Rose is a stud because 
He's Derek. He's, he's still Derek Gross. Gross. And Mitchell Robinson is hurt the rest of the year. So you have some building blocks. And, of course, Obi Toppin in 55 games is averaging 4.0 points per game. But the man can dunk. But I totally called that he was going to be a great player on draft night. If you have, I don't know who's who. I don't know what was funnier. My response or watching, just knowing Sean, just watching, going, no, I wish I had the chat. I probably do have it somewhere. I'll see if I we can. We were on, weren't we? No, we were not. We did a football oh. draft last year. You and I were IMing. Oh, I was like, not Obi Toppin. Not Please o- not Obi his, Toppin. His, his actual Please line not was Obi not Obi Toppin. Please not Anybody Obi Toppin. But Obi Toppin. Like, I was like, Halliburton. 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 Nobody, nobody's ever wanted to use the word, please, Halliburton, please. More than me. More like, than anyone until any Nick fan until this year. My Lord. The Obi Toppin pick was just nah, redundant here, and awful. Here, here's the problem you have. Okay. Apparently, we have to be a lot quieter because my wife's class is too. So those of you who don't know, my wife is a professor who teaches on Tuesday nights. And does not teach sports. No, she has no <laughs> interest in sports. Um, that's why our relationship is so solid. <laughs> Hi, wife. Yeah, I love you. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Um, but the question, the, rea- the, real, the realistic question is, what do you do with Randall? Because right. Randall has never shown anything near this, number one. Number two, we all know Tom Thibodeau burns out his players in three years. This has been a theme, um, but his stats have been – his stats are all NBA for this year. For this well, year. look, last year he averaged 19 points a game. The year before he averaged 21.4. But the difference is this year versus last year is he's playing defense. And his assists have doubled. Right, um, but he's become an all-around player. And he's a leader on this team. And he's like 25. Like this is not an old guy. He's actually 26. 26, excuse me. He is 26. It will be 27, November 29th. Thank you for clearing that up because I can also read a date of birth. And I can do math because I can do math. Um, But the question is, would you want to pay? Again, based on this year, yes. But it's a weird weird position for the Knicks because this is the first time in years. This reminds me of the Nets two years ago. Yeah. The Nets team that that kind of made me fall back in love with with the Nets teams. The D'Angelo Russell team that Kenny Atkinson took to the um, took to the playoffs, yeah. and now they're a very talented team, but they're certainly not as much, certainly not very likable. So you look at it this year; they have seventy six million dollars on their cap next year for twenty three players. I don't know how you have twenty three players, but it doesn't matter. At the end of this year, how do you have twenty? I don't know. At the end of this year, starting into next year, they drop to 46 million. But well, they also have 20 million dead on their cap. Exactly. So they lose 14. So, they, so they're down to 46 million and then 20 and 10. Like they have no long-term contracts. Other than Quigley and Toppin. Right. But the, but the issue is, and there's, there's two issues. First of all, like we said before, Julius Randle is on the hook for $20.7 million next year. That's an obvious pickup. You're going to pick that up. Mm-hmm. But but you have to have another contract for him. The other thing is this guy is Mitchell Robinson. Are you Mitchell Robinson is a defensive force, no yeah. question. But he did not develop that offensive game this year. So are you how much are you spending on him? Nurchik makes four years and forty-four, which is an absolute steal for a guy like that. Yeah. If you can get Mitchell Robinson on four years and forty-four, you do Stop. it in a heartbeat. 
But, but he's going to want four and four seven. years and a hundred. No, no, he's going to want four and seventy. I think. And if he wants four and six, let's let's just put it sixty-four. So it's sixteen a year. Do you give him sixteen a year? I think that's where you're kind of go, eh, right? Because you still have Obi Toppin, who I still don't think is worth it. Yeah, yeah. so you know what? New Orleans Noel has been excellent for you guys. That's true. But New Orleans Noel is a free agent after this. Right, but how much do you think New Orleans Noel is going to get in a contract? Probably, well, based on probably Six or seven, seven million, seven and, million and a half. If you can get two years, 15 million from Noel, yeah. do it. He's been your starter most of the year. And, oh, here you go. Here's your dead cap. Joaquin Noah. Don't show me the dead cap. Wait, wait, I know wait, who wait, the wait, dead cap. Wait, wait, I don't know who some of these guys are. Uh, who is Vincent Poirier? You know the best part about the dead cap? They have Taj Gibson on the dead cap, and they also have Taj Gibson on the team. I thought it was that they were dead. <laughs> He's on the team and on the dead cap. I'm looking to see who else. Who is Tyler Hall, $25,000? Andrew White, my, my Syracuse guy with twenty five grand. Wayne Ellington, Amari Spellman. Didn't they trade Amari Spellman? No, no they got him and then cut him. Oh. Another Jacob first. Evans, the same thing. Jacob Evans, the same thing. Well, Jacob Evans, I remember that. Terrence Jacob Evans, Ferguson, the same thing. thing. And Joaquin Noah is Joaquin Noah. I think he formally retired. Yes. Yeah, so they so next year they drop only to eight million on the dead cap, and thankfully Taj Gibson is still on the dead cap and on the roster. Actually, they're at twelve million because they have Alfred Payton. Uh, Are no. they already assuming he's not playing? I don't know how they have Alfred Payton on the dead cap. I don't there. know, and also playing. But I also. You look at this team. I mean, you look at this team. It's not an overly talented team. This is the Jets from last year. Yeah. You have two guys that maybe are cornerstones. Maybe. Like you Do have, you think Barrett's a cornerstone? Yeah. I think but you have backed in last year, right? You have two guys or two or three guys. Maybe CJ Mosley in there. But I'm saying yeah. CJ Mosley hasn't played in two years. It has collected well, it collected 17 million the year before. CJ Mosley, okay. My point is they have two young guys that they can build around the same way as the Jets did. They need to get – it doesn't matter position at this point. They need players. And that was my problem with Obi Toppin to begin with. Obi Toppin was not the best talent. No, he had the best college year. Right. That's not the best talent. And you need to develop – you need no. to just draft regardless of position because you just need talent. Is Kevin Knox a building block? No. So now Kevin Knox, who was a top-10 player – Top ten draft pick, you're going to trade away or let go. Matt, you have three guys on this team that are long term: Manuel Quickly, Julius Randle, potentially, and mix and and Mitchell okay. Robinson. How about in our oh, team? I'm Barrett. So you got. See, I don't see Barrett. I, I'm not. Again, I haven't seen enough of the Knicks because sure. YouTube TV decided they don't really want to show the Knicks. No, I missed you. Yeah. I know I missed But it's so I haven't seen enough. I mean, I've seen I've seen a few of their games, but. Sure. You know, I've seen Quigley stand out. I've seen um, Derek Rose stand out. I've seen Randall stand out. Yeah. I've never really seen R.J. Barrett stand out. Oh, <laughs> but the other thing is R.J. Barrett is 21 years old. That's right? true. I mean, these guys are coming in shorter and shorter. Younger and younger. younger not and shorter, and shorter and shorter. Shorter and shorter time frames. Excuse me. Younger and younger. It's been a long time. No, it hasn't. No, not really. <laughs> younger and younger. And it makes an interesting evaluation this year more than any other in the NBA draft having these guys not play as much. Like our NBA draft preview, we'll probably have scores similar to what we just did because that second half of the draft is go, is, is, is a dartboard. It's also much harder because there's going to be a lot of international players. Sure. Um, 
And we were like, our league, our, we were, bet, were better on the NFL because the NFL is college. There's nothing, there's nobody else coming. We don't, we, we, there's no international players coming in the first round. Yeah. Um, without going through college, with the NBA, obviously that isn't in play. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and who knows? Like Amani Bates, who's been the number one recruit, recruit for the last seven years. Just decommitted. Just decommitted from Michigan State. I mean, Izzo literally has been recruiting him since he was, I think, Jake's age. And he was the only coach that was doing it. Yeah, because, because no, everybody else was like, we're done. Everyone else said he's going to Michigan State. Right. Yeah. Um, and he decommitted this year. This he decommitted week. this week, which means he's going G League, which, now again, it, it, I'm not sure if as a pro, I mean, as a college basketball fan, I don't enjoy it. And I'm not sure if it builds your brain because nobody knows anybody in the G I mean, Jalen Green was the number one recruit in the country. This year was a little bit different, all right? True. But I don't think anyone's really watching the G League. I mean, you don't think Jalen Suggs has increased his brand sure. by staying and going to college? Yeah, I agree. So we got about three minutes left. I'm just going to say one, a uh, couple of things real quick. First of all, to those fans that actually were wondering, my mom came out of surgery. Great. This is four thumbs up to Arlen. Four Yay, Arlen. Yay, Arlen. Uh, number two, a very happy birthday to Seth. Number three, um, if you are not watching Jacob DeGrom pitch these days, you are missing out. He has been – he's 50 strikeouts in 35 innings in the month of April, and they still can't win, but it doesn't matter. He has been Kofaxian, and I know that that is a verb that we don't use very often. That sounds like a credit report. Yeah, but he has been. I know. He's been that good. But here's the, here's the problem. They still have not been – they can't win. They can't win. They can't win. All right, Seth, you're up. You got two minutes. Um Happy birthday. Thank you. Way to go, Arlen. Way to go. Um, so I just saw, again, I just saw this on ESPN, but I haven't read up on it. ESPN is now saying that there's going to be, and you brought this up, a premier golf league. Yay! Golf! I want to know who is going to pay $35 million. I just want to read this. Saudi Princess. Well, I know that because no one else is going to pay yeah, so they want to steal from the PGA Tour. Yep. Okay, please, because people care at this point about Phil Mickelson. Do people care about Phil Mickelson? I, I only care about Thanksgiving Phil Mickelson against Tiger Woods. Against Tiger Woods? Yeah. That's probably not going to happen this year either. Nope, I'm assuming not. So, but anyway, I can't read to read this, and hopefully this, whatever this league is, goes the same way as the year, as the other uh, Premier Super League. Congratulations on Man City for getting off the schneid and going to be in the uh, finals. And congratulations to all those fans. No, you shouldn't be charging the field. Like, no, no, that's just you don't like the Man U field fans charging the field to get the, to get the game suspended. No, because it's over. Just it's not coming back. No, they can't. Well, they knocked it off. They won. Right, but there's no way that – right, exactly. So you win. Take your ball. Well, well they're protesting because they want the Glazers to sell Man U. Which will not happen. Of course not, because they're the Glazers. So next week we'll talk – what did we say we would talk about next I don't week? know. Uh, we'll figure it out. All right. Okay. For Seth Kamens, I'm Sean Palmer. Oof. Seth and Sean, I will not be here next year. We'll be back to our normal uh, gecko. So Gecko? Uh, gecko. Happy birthday. See you, bud. Bye. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Adios.